Welcome to the Checkpoint Charlie podcast. I'm your host, Charlie James. Please take a moment and subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you download it. You don't want to miss a single episode. I certainly would appreciate that. Also, if you'd like to reach out to me, you can always do that with email. I'm at charlie at 989word.com. And of course, don't forget to tune in weekdays from 3 to 7 on News Talk 989word, the voice of the Carolinas. There was no greater voice in radio than the late, great Rush Limbaugh. The man was amazing. And he was really good at assigning nicknames to people. We all remember feminazis and Lindsey Gramnesty. He was also the man that coined the phrase environmental wackos. And boy, how right he was. Rush Limbaugh knew from early days that these environmentalists were nothing but unhinged lunatics with their fringe science. In fact, it wasn't even fringe science. It wasn't science at all. And like I said, he was right on the money. The environmental movement has really, really ramped up their craziness over the past few years. It wasn't long ago that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and members of the squad proposed the Green New Deal, $9 trillion from the American taxpayers to fund their environmental causes. Now, just think for a minute how devastating that would be for our economy. I mean, we've already seen how devastating to our economy the uh, Inflation Reduction Act has been. Yeah, total disaster. Imagine spending a little less than half of our GDP on their pet projects. But that doesn't matter. It's not their money. It's yours. And if Washington is good at anything, they are really good at spending other people's money. But it doesn't matter. Because, see, it's no longer about clean air and water. This is a religion. And they have issued a fatwa on anyone who dares to commit blasphemy against their religion. Now, the left always likes to use phrases like, the science is settled. The science is settled that the earth is warming. The science is settled that the oceans are rising. The science is settled that emissions are causing global warming. Greenhouse gases are causing global warming. And the science is settled that it is all man's fault. The science is settled? Science is never settled. That's the whole process of science. It is never settled. Science is always changing. I mean, after all, in the past, science has believed that the earth was flat. Science has believed that the sun revolved around the earth. Copernicus and Galileo, they got excommunicated for daring to challenge the science of the day. And if you don't believe in the left's new religion of environmentalism, they'll excommunicate you too. Now, like all good religions, the environmental movement has their clergy. AOC, Bernie Sanders, Greta Thunberg, John Kerry, and of course, now every Democrat member of Congress are acting as their apostles. And like good prosperity preachers, they promise that if you just give them more money— All Earth's problems will be solved. The hypocrisy really is stunning. These people are all profiting from this religion. 
John Kerry flies around in a private jet that he lied to Congress about, and he uses it because he's too important to fly commercial. His words, not mine. Greta Thunberg travels first class on trains and sailed to the United States in a multi-million dollar carbon fiber yacht. What was the name of that yacht again? Oh, yeah, it was made of carbon. When the World Economic Forum gets together, all of them fly into Davos in private jets. Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio uses a private jet to fly around and teach, teach school kids about climate change. Let that sink in for a moment. All of this to tell you that you have to switch to an EV. You have to give up your gas stoves, your gas water heaters, your gas grills, your charcoal grills, your portable generator. You have to keep your home at some sweltering temperature in the summer and a frigid temperature in the winter. They get luxury. You, the peasants, have to suffer. This is literally the modern-day feudalism. You know, we only got rid of feudalism uh, right around the time of World War I, and it seems like the elite have really, really been waxing nostalgic about the good old days when they owned everything and you rented from them. They want to bring it back. Just ask the World Economic Forum. We will own everything, you will own nothing, and you'll be happy. This is a religion. And this religion, like I said, Rush Limbaugh coined it many years ago with the environmental wacko movement. It is getting more wacko, more wacky, more crazy every single day. Some of the policies that these people are trying to implement on the American people and the people around the globe is absolutely staggering. And all of it with dubious, questionable science. I mean, after all, how long have they been telling us, for the good of the environment, you need to recycle? You need to recycle. Oh, everything has to be recycled. You have to have your garbage bin here, and then you have to have your blue recycle or green, whatever color it is, your recyclables here. And you have to separate your glass from your plastic, from your what? Blah, blah, blah. Listen to this guy tell you what the best thing you can do for the environment is. Everyone always wants to know what the environment, like what's one simple thing I can do? Please stop recycling your plastic. 90% of that never goes and gets recycled because it's not profitable. It's cheaper to just use the, uh, the waste byproduct from the petrochemical industry to make these, throw these in the trash, please. What happens is the recycling companies don't recycle it and they ship it to poor countries and then guess what happens? It goes into the rivers and then it goes into the oceans and you get an ocean plastic waste crisis. Did you hear what he said? Stop recycling plastics. Stop recycling plastics. These, the, they have lied to you about this. How much money have we spent, uh, uh, all of these waste disposal companies, how much money has been spent on these bogus recycling projects that do not work? And he was exactly right. One of the countries uh, that, that claims to be really, really environmentally friendly is Canada. Canada claims that they have virtually no plastics going into the ocean. <laughs> well, uh, this is dubious at best. You see, because just like that fellow said, 
Canada sells their plastics to the Philippines. So once that transaction happens, it's no longer Canadian plastic. Now this is the plastic of the Philippines. And what does the Philippines do with it? Just like the speaker said, it goes into the rivers and ultimately it goes into the ocean. So Canada is really, they're just mitigating the problem. They're not eliminating the problem. This is virtue signaling at its finest. In just a minute, I'm going to tell you about an even nuttier project that is going on, and it has to do with trees and windmills. It wasn't long ago that my wife and I went on a trip to Scotland where I got to play the old course. It was a great experience. But one of the biggest memories that I really have of Scotland, even more than playing the, uh, the old course, was our uh, visit to Edinburgh. Edinburgh is an amazing city. It really and truly is. The history is just unbelievable uh, in Edinburgh. If you ever get the chance to go, I highly recommend it. Taking a tour of the Edinburgh Castle is just fantastic. All of the history that goes on in Edinburgh. I never thought I would love a city so much, and I never thought I would miss it as much as I do. But Scotland as a whole, I feel, has really lost its way over the years. The country that brought you William Wallace and Robert the Bruce, all of these great freedom fighters, the people who were actually uh, giving their lives up for freedom, has now voluntarily given up their lives for tyranny. And they've bought in to the greenie-weenie mentality. Recently, the um, Scottish government decided that they want to be completely 100% carbon neutral. They want to generate 100% of their electricity from renewable resources, and they want to do it this year. So what was their solution? The Scottish government cut down 14 million trees to combat climate change. Let, just for a moment, let that sink in. They cut down 14 million trees and they replaced them with windmills. They took down the one things that pull carbon out of the air and give off oxygen for all to breathe and they replaced it with windmills. Windmills who have a finite lifespan, windmills who cannot be recycled, windmills who will ultimately litter the landscape with these huge turbine blades, that replaced trees in Scotland. Now, the caveat here was the Scottish government said, said oh, no, we're, we're planting uh, 23 billion trees. Oh, well, how long does it take? for trees to reach maturity. How long does it take for trees to grow to the height where they're actually useful for taking in carbon and giving out uh, oxygen? Now, just think about that for a moment. If you were a developer and you wanted to come in and cut down 14 million trees in Scotland, do you think the, the government would let you? Of course not. Of course they wouldn't. 
But if you're coming in and you're saying, hey, we're going to be putting up some windmills here. We're going to, we're going to be completely <laughs> self-sufficient as far as energy is concerned. Uh, well, they just fall over backwards to allow it to happen. This is the mentality. This is the mentality of the greenie weenies out there. There was even a plan, and it was taken seriously, to put particles in the air to dim the sun. Think about that for a minute. They wanted to uh, spread particles in the air so that the, um, these particles would, would reflect the sun's rays back away from the earth to stop global warming with probably disastrous consequences. Folks, I'm here to tell you, you would much rather have global warming than you would global cooling. Because every period in history that we have seen global cooling, catastrophic results happen. Famine, starvation, crops failing, extinction of species. It happens every single time. With so-called climate change, with so-called carbon in the atmosphere, we have green plants, we have food, we have prosperity. Maybe that's really the ultimate goal, to get rid of all that, to get rid of all the prosperity, to make sure that only the elite, the folks that I just talked about a minute ago, who fly into Davos with their private jets, maybe they are literally... The plan is to starve us to death and make us subservient to them. Remember the feudal system that I talked about not long ago? That's what they want. It's literally what they want. But they want everybody, at least here in the United States, they want to force you into these electric vehicles. They want to force you into all electric homes. And they want to produce the electricity with uh, solar farms and windmill farms. Just think about how good a solar farm is for the environment. All you got to do is go up to Furman and take a look at their solar farm there and just imagine that on an even grander scale. It does not help the environment to reflect all of this heat back up into the air. And that is exactly what a solar panel does. It collects heat. It collects sunlight. Think about that for a minute. It creates heat islands, as they like to say. You know, down in Charleston, they keep saying, oh, we've got to do something about something about flooding. We've got to do something about flooding. So they went over to um, uh, the Netherlands to talk to the Dutch about what they've done about their flooding problem. It was called the Dutch Chronicles. And the Dutch told them two things. Number one, stop building everywhere. Stop covering everything up with concrete. Stop paving over green spaces. Did the city of Charleston listen to them? No, of course they didn't. They spent tons of taxpayer monies flying over there, having them fly over here, all to not listen to their advice. Because that got in the way of progress. Again, the hypocrisy of the left is absolutely astounding. Now... PJM Interconnection, the biggest U.S. electric grid operator, has issued a level one emergency as people start cranking up their air conditioners to beat the heat. 
the operator issued an energy emergency alert level 1, signaling that it had available resources to meet firm load and, and reserve commitments. It was concerned about sustaining its required contingency reserves. The biggest U.S. electric grid operator was concerned because people were using too much electricity. Now, imagine if everybody had an electric vehicle, if everybody had these vehicles plugged in all at the same time overnight. Just imagine what load, what strain that would put on our electric grid. It wouldn't be able to handle it. Just ask Texas last winter, this winter, now this summer. We do not have the electric capacity in this country, and it will not be solved with windmills and solar farms. It just won't. In fact, the CEO of Toyota said exactly that. The United States does not have the electric capacity to plug in for everyone to plug in their electric vehicles. And again, it won't be solved with solar panels and windmills. It certainly won't be solved with cutting down 14 million trees. I'm Charlie James. This is the Checkpoint Charlie Podcast.